No breads, rice, pasta, cereal, dinner rolls. It wasn't uncommon for me to educate on this diet to 28 patients in a single day. At the same time that I discovered intuitive eating and a health at every size approach, I was also helping patients manipulate their weight in order to qualify for bariatric surgery. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your host, Katie, and this is episode 208. For those of you new here, you may only know me as the non-diet dietitian or the body positive fitness trainer. And most people are shocked to learn that I actually started working in bariatric or weight loss surgery at the beginning of my career. Regardless of where you are on your intuitive eating journey, I hope you walk away from this episode with a greater awareness, a greater understanding, and maybe some compassion for yourself and for those around you. I hope to share some aha moments that I had, and I hope you walk away with the same aha moments yourself. P.S. Have you ever wondered what type of eater you are? You know, your eating style can actually reveal a lot of information to help you along your non-diet journey which is why I created a super quick, super fun quiz to help you figure out just that. Go to katiehake.com forward slash quiz or click the link in the show notes to take it. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food, exercise, and their bodies. I am on a mission to help you redefine the word fit, to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. I always knew that I wanted to have my own business, that I wanted to work with clients in a way that I had the flexibility, I had the freedom to practice with the model and the philosophies that felt right to me and that were backed by science, right? Not following somebody else's protocol, but really being able to customize and tailor the approach to the individual. And I'm a firm believer that everything that happens to you, every every step in your journey, it's a stepping stone that was there on purpose by God, put there to help you get to where you are today. And for me, one of those stepping stones to being a better counselor, to being a better listener, to being a better dietitian was working in bariatric surgery. Now, for those of you that don't know bariatric surgery, there's a few different types, but basically It's a surgical procedure to alter somebody's gastrointestinal tract with the purpose, typically, for weight loss. Now, I never saw myself in this situation, but I knew, I knew that it would give me the experience to talk to people and to have those conversations and to really learn from people what they were struggling with. And wow, I was in the clinic for three years. I was so blessed to have an amazing team that I worked with. There was other dietitians, there was a nurse practitioner, a physician's assistant, a team of nurses, a team of medical assistants, as well as some really highly skilled, amazing surgeons, as well as a phenomenal psychologist as well. So we really had a strong team. It was really like a family. And I want to share with you just a few takeaways that I had that I think are really relevant that 
everybody should know. Most healthcare professionals ultimately want to do what's best for the patient. I didn't know what I didn't know. And I learned a lot about weight stigma and how many of these patients believed that weight loss surgery was truly the only option for your health. So when you're talking to a doctor or a healthcare physician, you should feel that they really do have your best interest in mind. And I truly believe that most healthcare professionals do. So remember, when you get a piece of education, or maybe you're in the stage of your intuitive eating journey where you're trying to put the pieces together, and maybe you had a conversation with a doctor or with a loved one, and it's really, you've held on to it, maybe it'll allow you to have peace or to take that next step knowing that even maybe they did do damage. Maybe their words did stick with you in a way, and maybe their word or action was a catalyst to you know, a disordered relationship with food or whatever it was, I think it can give us peace to when we can take a step back and recognize or believe, right, that that person truly did have my best interest in mind. The next thing I learned is that weight bias is everywhere, literally everywhere. And unless you live, currently live, or you have lived in a larger body, you really have no idea what it's like to live in a larger body. And you also maybe don't understand the amount of privilege that comes with living in a smaller body. When I say the privilege, or we call this thin privilege, that means being able to not worry or think, will there be a chair that I'll fit in? Will your weight be the main topic at your OB appointment? Will your insurance cover your transplant because of your body mass index? I mean, the list goes on and on of so many situations in our culture and our society here in the U.S. that weight becomes a focus and that people are discriminated against or judged just by physical appearance or looking at a number on their chart by that number on the scale. The next thing I learned that people really should know is that you probably know somebody who has had bariatric surgery. Over 250,000 bariatric surgeries were performed in 2019. And honestly, you wouldn't know by looking at someone. And part of this goes back to our weight bias. You know, we look at somebody in a smaller body and we assume maybe they've always been that way. Or on the flip side, we look at someone in a larger body and we make these assumptions about people. Many of my patients went through the process to get surgery without telling family without telling friends, without telling coworkers. And what this does is this only leads to more stigma, more shame, more fear of weight regain, or being accused of, air quotes, you know, taking the easy way out. Which, let me tell you, bariatric surgery is far from an easy route. My point is that we really never know somebody else's story simply by looking at their body. The last thing I learned working as a dietitian in a weight loss surgery clinic is that healing your relationship with food in your body truly is the foundation to health and longevity. I always told my patients, listen, we don't do brain surgery in there, but unfortunately there often just isn't enough time in a traditional clinical type setting to do the deep work, to truly prepare someone for life after altering their anatomy. Now, I think this conversation again goes beyond surgery and I hope you take away these, these thoughts or my thoughts that I've shared with you today of recognizing that we all eat food. We all have a body. 
Therefore, we all have a story when it comes to food, when it comes to our body. And if we can recognize that, that we are all human, we all ultimately want to be loved, to be accepted, to feel well, to feel confident, to feel comfortable in our own skin. If we can identify that, listen, we are all on the same page when it comes to that. I think that can create space for healing, for the ability to connect with others and the ability to have compassion when it comes to our diet or non-diet journey. And if you or someone you love has ever had surgery or considered bariatric surgery, just know you're not alone. Regardless of your past, it's possible to heal a relationship with food and your body for long-lasting health and happiness. Sending you hugs, sending you love, sending you support wherever you're at on your journey. And just know we're here for you. If you want to continue the conversation, we invite you to join us at our free community and our Facebook page. Click the link in the show notes to join, and we hope to see you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time. It's me, Katie. And in case you haven't already noticed, I kind of about you getting results. Now, I'm not talking about results as far as body fat composition or the number on the scale, but I'm talking about implementing the things that you are learning here each and every week. Head on over to Facebook and just search Fit Friends Tribe to request to join our group. This is a free Facebook community about the podcast episodes each week, and I give you action steps on how to implement what it is that we talked about so that you're not just listening, learning, and absorbing information, but you're part of that top percent, that top 2% that actually takes action and changes their life. So facebook.com, search Fit Friends Tribe. I'm going to ask you a few questions to make sure you're not Antarctica, and we'll let you in. See you there. All right, back to the show.